0: Okay, you guys heard that, right?
1: Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you.
0: Not funny.
2: Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Boos, welcome back to another episode of the Boo Busters podcast. Happy one year anniversary.
0: Guys, happy happy
2: anniversary. Thank you. I've never made it one year in a relationship without a break, so this is a lot for me. I feel like I feel like Sam.
0: Congratulations to us all.
2: And Bobby's gonna hit his one year with Benji, and like next week, yeah, um, it's a big week for us. So cute. Um, so today we thought it would be fun to. Go over some things that we've got sent in to us. and stories about some spooky things. Yeah. Um, just kind of we up our whole year.
0: We've been sitting on some of these for a while, too.
2: Yeah, we have. Yeah. So, some of them are pretty spooky. So, if you're scared or if you're a little wuss. I would doubt this you know is- what it's okay guys
1: it's raining right now super windy it's the perfect night for scary stories grab some popcorn grab a drink join us as we tell some stories
0: yeah, yeah. I love it you
1: need a snickety snack because this is probably going to be a long one <laughs>
2: <laughs> but before we get into that does anybody have anything new in their life happening anything exciting they want to share Bob,
1: um, I have a confession
0: <laughs> what's up boo
2: I cheated
1: on you a little bit. <laughs> I watched the next two episodes of Euphoria.
0: You bitch. Benji and we were going to ask you when you wanted to watch again tonight, too. I've already watched you. up to episode four.
1: Listen, I'll watch again with you. But I was a little shook because I was telling Emily, all those kids do in that show is do drugs and have sex. And that yeah, is kind of crazy. Do. I saw, so many, for it, I saw more dick in that second episode than I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: That's a lie oh. because we've watched a lot of porn with Emily
2: <laughs> I feel outed
0: There's stuff Sorry. I didn't even know you could do in porn until Emily showed me <laughs> <laughs> You're
2: exposing me
0: awesome. Oh gosh <laughs> Sorry It's okay
2: guys
0: no, I'm very upset I sat, uh, I slept on Euphoria for so long because I love it.
1: Same. I was like into yeah, so, it, but I was so shook at the same time.
0: Another thing, do you know what us booze watched on Sunday night? That was actually oh. really good.
1: Yeah, the Texas Chainsaw oh, yeah. Massacre, the new one.
0: Yeah, the new one on Netflix. It was great. I loved it. Good. it was I keep seeing so many story. bad reviews on it. I know. I, like, I enjoyed it.
2: Good. Yeah. It was really gory. I will not lie, and I did not really care for the ending, but
1: yeah,
0: (laughs) I was like, "Oh,
2: I was kind of
1: happy about it,
0: though." Yeah,
1: yeah, I wasn't mad
0: at it. I kind of wish it was the other one, though.
2: I kind of wish it was both
0: of (laughs) them. Ooh, at the same time.
2: Yeah, I kind of, I wasn't mad at the one that it was, but like, I didn't want it to happen because they were so close.
1: Yeah, Yeah. uh, they'd
2: almost gotten (laughs) out. Yeah
0: fucking teslas
1: literally damn tesla
0: i I, why okay first of all obviously spoilers whatever don't listen but um why would you put it in auto like to drive by itself anyway after all that happened like no my ass would be booking it like 80 out of town
1: maybe because the like they one girl couldn't drive maybe i don't know
3: i
2: my issue with it was not the autopilot because like whatever my issue was she put all the windows, and the sunroof down. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, why? Why? Why wouldn't she put them up? Mistake. Because if they were, he wouldn't have been able to grab her as fast.
0: Yes, yeah. exactly.
2: <sighs>
1: it was
0: good, though. I recommend it. I give it a good seven out of ten. I, I give it an rate. eight.
1: I was going to say, I would give yeah. it like a six and a half. Yeah. Really? Just because the story, like the storyline was a bit lacking, but that's to be expected. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree.
0: But no, super good. Enjoyed yeah. it. Watch yeah. it. Guys, can I just tell you how fucking tired I am from working four jobs?
3: You're
2: <laughs> working four jobs now?
0: Does the t-shirt place count? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah kind
0: of. Yeah. Um uh famous footwear, the daycare, mm-hmm. and Baby photography. Babysitting. Well, and the t-shirt, so
2: that's like only fans. <laughs>
1: only fans. <laughs> only fans. Only
0: fans. <laughs>
2: But imagine how fat your bank account's gonna be.
0: Oh, I get my first paycheck on Friday. You could
2: be a cam girl like Cat.
0: Yes.
1: Who's Cat from Euphoria? She'll be shaking her ass all
2: over that camera.
0: (laughs) Good for her. You know what? The way I
2: need to find a second source of income, but I don't know what I could do because I'm not about to get another job. Job only fans. Mm Hmm. I'm above that. I feel like
0: your doggy bandana d- business. You
1: know what? I am not. Bochy's Bakery did so follow long. us on on TikTok, so
0: working towards. Oh really?
1: That, working towards getting that coins, sis. Woo! A Bochy's ambassador. Bochy's treats ambassador sponsor us. We love you.
0: It's about time.
1: And by we, I mean <laughs> Dewey and Purdy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Should we get on into our stories?
0: Let's do it! Yeah. Alright. Buckle up, guys, because this one's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Dementors? Imagination? You be the judge. And this person wanted to be anonymous. Hey, booze. Love the podcast. I thought I'd write in with a strange experience I had. I'd like to preface this with the fact that the experiences I've had Always happened when I was in a place in my life that I was a non-believer. Non-believer.
2: <laughs> Can't relate.
0: <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts shit. Or uh, haunting. <laughs> yeah, right. <bye>. <laughs> 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 Which makes these experiences even more creepy, in my opinion. Perhaps I'll in another time with my other experiences, but for this story, you better buckle your seatbelts. Oh, oh. I'm buckled buckled. My husband was previously married and his stepson has stayed very close over the years. One day he came to visit with his now ex, thank God, wife. Damn. Anywho. (laughs) anywho. I thought that was
2: Bobby saying, thank God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, after having the normal small talk, the son turns the conversation to the creepy barn that's on our property and presses my husband for info on the supernatural experiences. Uh, he's had in it that, perti- that particular area of, of the property, of which I knew nothing about at the time, by the way. So I was intently listening, as was then the wife. My husband ex- is explaining the creepy feeling he gets whenever he looks in the specific part of the barn. And that he never goes to that area in the night because it feels like death. Yeah, that's right, death. He gets the f- feeling something or someone died there. Well, shit. Creepy. then goes on to tell the stories of his abusive grandfather who almost beat his grandmother to death on multiple occasions and tried to kill his brother with an axe seriously literally chased his brother till he fell on on the ground then swung an axe at his head the brother used a pipe laying on the ground to protect himself and somehow didn't get his head split in half i'm shitting myself at this point wow this is intense that's a lot but (laughs) but the ex-wife is looking like (laughs) Emily's loving it (laughs) but (laughs) but the ex-wife is looking like a kid at christmas so the son admits the real reason they're here is to go check out the barn at midnight here we thought we were having the the meet the parents moment so the kids leave and say they'll be back in the middle of the night to check it out after they leave i ask my husband if it was all true or just stories for the kids he says absolutely true then shares more Apparently, he's seen orbs floating around the house and hears people talking occasionally, but that it's been a while since there's been any activity. In fact, it kind of stopped when he started doing some renovations on the house. He's found a few really old silver crosses hanging on the inside of the walls when he was doing demolition, just randomly placed throughout the house. Our house is over 100 years old. I am properly spooked. Later that night, we go to bed, and by then, I had forgotten about the ghost stories. Yet, I wake up some time later, and I see a shadow in the doorway of our bedroom. Oh, I haven't had a good sleep paralysis demon moment, guys. Damn. That's what it made me think of.
2: You're going to have one tonight.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I am. (laughs) I asked my husband, everything okay, honey? But to my surprise, my husband does one of those surprise snores right next to me in bed. When I look back at the door, nothing was there. Thinking I was just seeing things because I was half asleep, I lay back down and closed my eyes. But then I'm wide awake and get scared. i scared feeling like not a feeling like someone was watching me or that something was there. But I'm legit scared for my life. When I opened my eyes, there was a shadow figure above me close enough to touch. If I reached out my hand. Being an adult, I did the most logical thing. I screamed out loud and pulled the covers over my head. <laughs> <laughs> at this point I'm shaking, scared, and I turn and grab my husband who just keeps snoring. So I do the peak one scorer. eye open thing. <laughs> one eye open thing uh kids do when they think you can't see them. And there were at least 5 floating shadow figures. The only thing I can relate them to are dementors from Harry Potter. Those fuckers are scary.
1: Yeah, they are. <laughs>
0: They had a very evil aura about them, and it felt as though they meant to harm me. I've never been so scared in my life. I was scared to make any noise or look at them. I squeezed my husband and asked, Do you see them? He said, What? No, what? I said, The flying things. He said in a half awake voice, No, just pray. What? Listen, this bitch was sleeping for sure. Here I am about to have my soul sucked out of me by dementors, and my husband, my knight, my protector, is completely unimpressed. Being an uneducated religious person, I just started begging God to send away the demons. Guess what happens? These fuckers start swarming around like bees after you kick their nest. Oh, God. Great idea, hubby. Being that I'm about to die without thinking I revert back to a childhood habit of mine that I had completely forgotten about. When I was a kid and got scared, I would pretend that I could create this safety force field. Don't judge me. I have a childhood trauma.
1: Girl, (laughs) same. I used to do that. I I, I still do that.
0: (laughs) I cover myself in this white light and then expand it with my thoughts, keeping everything bad outside of the force field. It would look like a dome if I could explain it, like a dome of light that you could see through through but couldn't walk through, like nothing bad could get in. So I did that without thinking about it. As the panic feeling started to dissipate, I looked up and the figures were farther away, but still in the room. I closed my eyes and continued to build the dome until it covered most of the house. When I finally got the courage to open my eyes, nothing was in my room. I was still shaking and scared out of my wits when my husband sits straight up and asks, Did they leave? Yeah, they left, I said. He laid back down and was asleep immediately which pisses me off to this day.
1: Understandable.
0: (laughs) I didn't fall asleep for hours. The next day, my husband remembers nothing. When I explain it to him, he looks at me like I'm crazy. In the afternoon, the son and the ex-wife show up and say they didn't see or feel anything when they went down the previous night. Then the ex-wife tells us how she stole some stone from a grave back in her hometown. Since then, their house has been haunted no matter where they moved to, and they think it's the person she stole from their grave. Um, I can relate. (laughs) Then tells us that she brought it with her for this trip. She was thinking of returning it, but (laughs) returning it, but wasn't sure if she would, because she liked the things that were happening, like her phone alarm going off for no reason. The radio on while they cooked dinner. They even had a video of a chair or something moving while she was in the shower After they left, I told my husband she was never welcome here again. That bitch brought some evil shit here. I'm sure of it. For a few weeks, I did my little safety dome thing every night before I went to sleep. Nothing of the sort has ever happened again. Moral of the story: Don't fucking take shit that doesn't belong to you. Fuck's sake, especially if they're dead. What do you think? Do I have? Did I have a paranormal experience? Did the psycho granddad kill someone and bury the body somewhere on the property, only to be woken up by the demonic presence brought by the crazy ex-wife, or was it a dream? I say it's motherfucking real. It freaking felt real. I was so scared.
1: That is crazy. <sighs>
0: that I just brought that so much it, joy to my life.
1: I would say that it was paranormal because that girl did bring something from somebody's fucking grave that she did yeah. so.
0: And you know what? I can't really I don't know if you guys remember Benjamin, not my both boyfriend,
1: Benjamin. but
0: <laughs> but my shadow figure. But I didn't take anything. I just fixed his tombstone.
1: Yeah, you just fixed it for him and he put that pissed Yeah, I just off. I did guess
0: it did. I was, I was so yeah, by a fucking heart and me. <laughs> Or maybe he's protecting me.
1: Yeah. He was protecting you.
0: But thank you, anonymous listener. Yeah, thank you. That was a very fun story. I definitely think, um, yeah, you had the spookity-dookities. You had
1: something going on, girl. Yeah. All right. Uh, FYI, everyone, if you hear something strange going on, it's Dewey throwing his toy around on the
0: floor.
1: <laughs> I can hear him up down here. <laughs> That's what that it's is. Like Slamming. This experience was sent in to us by our cousin, Nikki, and she lived in a haunted house. So she wrote, my husband and I began house hunting in summer of 2007. We looked at a few different places and then my husband stumbled across the house that later became ours. The very first time we looked at the house, something did not sit right with me. I felt a sense of heaviness and dread. The house had a cold feeling to it. When my husband asked me what I thought about the home, I was honest with him, but was also trying not to sound like a crazy person. We ended up closing on the house and began moving in. I will say though, that I never fully unpacked my things because of the feelings that I was experiencing. I don't remember exactly when the activity started, but I know that it was not long after we moved in. I started noticing odd little things and I always felt like I was being watched or followed. There was always something out of place or a noise that had no explanation. I constantly heard footsteps, and on several occasions, I felt something run up to me. I kept telling my husband that something was wrong with Alice, but he didn't believe me, as he is very skeptical of the paranormal. My youngest daughter, who was five at the time, started acting quite strange. She found herself what we thought was just an imaginary friend. We would wake up to board games being out on the floor that appeared as if two people had been playing. She would have conversations with the friend who she started calling Eddie. Eddie was described as being a little girl who wore a long dress and had long, dark hair. And my daughter guessed she was around seven or eight years old. My daughter was constantly tired because she was being kept up all night, every night by Eddie. We didn't really think much of it at that point because kids do tend to have overactive imaginations and come up with imaginary friends. Well, one night, my brother was out of town for the weekend, so his wife and kids were staying at the house. My sister-in-law, of course, knew what was going on, but she doesn't scare easily, so she wasn't too spooked. She was on the couch downstairs watching TV after dinner when she heard dishes being tossed around. She had just put dishes away, so she knew that there was no logical reason for that. She got up and went into the kitchen to find two cups in the sink. She got back on the couch and jokingly called out, Eddie, was that you? To which someone then whispered, what, what, in her ear. At that point, she ran up the stairs and into mine and my husband's room and got into bed with us. She explained what happened. So we sent my husband down to investigate and the cups that she had taken back out of the sink were in the sink again. She ended up sleeping in our room that night. And there's more to this story, but she didn't write it in there. But um, basically, also she told me that she ended up seeing Eddie at one point. Like, scary. They ended up having a paranormal team come out and investigate the house. And from what I remember, they did find... The spirit of a little girl that was from I think the colonial area but I don't really remember oh. and, and they ended up moving out shortly after because they didn't want to deal with that obviously yeah <laughs> I remember I spent the night at that house one night and I'm I don't remember if I experienced anything I don't think I did but I do remember feeling like on edge that whole night
2: that I spent the night there oh I didn't spend the night there but i was there a few times and i remember my aunt um was telling us like there would be times where they would just all be downstairs watching tv and then like one of danielle's it's a little girl one of her toys would just come flying down the stairs and like stuff like that would be Mm -hmm. happening so some spooky stuff but like part of me is like do you really think that was a little girl or do you think yeah. it was? I was just I was gonna darker.
1: ask you guys, do you think that it was really a little girl or do you think it was something else disguising itself as
0: oh I love the idea of something else disguising itself as a little what girl? What it
1: seems like though, it doesn't not seem for like me,
0: anything. but for them, it's nice.
1: Yeah, like from what we know and what they've like what they've told us, it doesn't seem like it was anything super malicious. It just seems like it was like a little prankster, but that could have turned into well just if they hadn't moved here's,
2: out. Here's the thing with that. First of all, what little girl in the colonial era would have been named Eddie? That's true.
1: I was
0: wondering if it was supposed to be like Edie or something Yeah, maybe it was
2: was like Edith and that
1: was what.
2: No, let me finish.
1: (laughs) Emily's like, no Second
2: of all, they didn't stay in that house long. It was probably like a month or two, I want to say. It was only like a couple
1: months that they were in that house.
2: Yeah, so obviously that darker force isn't going to just come out balls to the walls it's gonna build yeah. up the trust make it think it's something innocent and then something worse was going to happen yeah which they got out before it could have happened but what's interesting here is um we have a great cousin or a second cousin not great cousin yeah. named edward and he was nicknamed eddie and him and Nikki were really close was, i believe yeah. and um he passed away when he was in high school so like they thought it was like eddie at first I think related to
1: him
2: but then it was like a little girl so like if it was a darker force it could have like picked up on this knowledge or the sensations like maybe Eddie was in the house protecting Nikki and it picked up on the name or whatever and just ran with it
0: yeah
1: which is spooky
2: to think
0: about it really is
1: didn't Eddie, like, follow them around, too? Like, they were at Aunt Debbie's house one night, and Dee, Dee said that she saw it outside.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: Creepy. Well, shit.
1: Yeah, that gave me the chills.
2: <laughs> okay, so this next set of Boo Crew experiences was sent in by our friends and longtime listeners, Kim and Preston. We Kim love Ro- you guys. <laughs> yes, thank you. Dedicated number one fans. <laughs> I don't think we swore at all in this episode yet. Oh, I I did. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Kim wrote, the house that I grew up in was haunted. We eventually figured out through the deeds and county records that our main ghost was a woman named Frances who had lived on the property in the 1800s. A few years after moving in, we replaced the old front door with a new one that Frances apparently didn't trust. Every night around 11 p.m., the handle would jiggle like someone was checking to make sure it was locked. One night-
0: shit myself
2: <laughs> yes <Yeah, same. laughs> so just straight up <laughs> one night the jiggling went on for hours and was still happening when i went to bed i was home alone that night and when i woke up the next morning i found that i had accidentally left my keys in the lock on the outside of the door when i had gotten home from work that is so dangerous yeah it so is so dangerous yeah, that's- I actually saw Frances on two occasions. The first time I was walking through the hallway, I saw her standing in the corner. I would shat. <laughs> <laughs> the second she was standing in the doorway watching me while I was washing dishes. My father also saw her on several occasions, and he also saw an old man in the house at one point. On one instance, in the middle of the night, a radio started playing at full volume. It had no batteries and it had not been plugged in. We do think the radio itself may be haunted due to having heard voices from the room the radio is in at a different home. So it probably is attached yeah. to the radio a phone uh, I've had very vivid dreams of deceased family members that have had me have stayed with me for years i consider these to be visits as opposed to dreams oh same sis that happens to me almost every night now Oh, on one night i woke up and my grandmother who had passed a few years earlier was standing next to my bed smiling at me i would shit like love you nana love you papa i would would not not be okay okay. yeah Last summer, I had a psychic reading. I felt that the psychic was way off on a lot of things. One of the things she said to me was that my father would knock on walls when he was around. That did not resonate with me at all, so I put it completely out of my mind. Fast forward to a night just before Christmas, I was alone in the house, and I heard three knocks on the wall between the dining room and the kitchen right near the Christmas tree. When I turned around and looked, I saw one single ornament swinging side to side, none of the others were moving at all. The next morning, I received an email from the psychic advertising a deal on readings, and that was when it clicked for me that it was probably my dad in the house with me. That made my nipples hard, Kim. That
0: was a little <laughs> spookity Um, Kim, I can recommend a good psychic for you.
2: Yeah, Mark Zuma. Psychic Mark.
0: Mark, Mark Suma. Suma.
2: But,
1: But Frances sounds like she was nice and that she was just looking out for them, though.
2: Frances sounds spooky as fuck. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I'm very upset you left your keys in the door. That's the number one horror movie no-no, um, and I expect better next time.
1: <laughs> well, that's scary. she must have been really tired.
0: Uh, yeah, no. the things that could have happened.
2: No, I got oh. chills when I start when the ornament thing started swinging yeah. the walls oh. knocking. Okay, now on to Preston's experience. He wrote, During my visit to the Lizzie Borden house, after our tour, I was walking out of the murder room into where the front door was. I had stopped in my tracks as I saw I could only describe as a dress from the late 1890s to early 1900s. Perfect time period for the Bordens. While I was in Gettysburg, I was visiting a place where a murder happened, although I don't remember what it was called. We were doing a group investigation in the kitchen where it occurred and started recording some EVPs. My mom asked, is blank there after she asked something came from the spirit box and said it's me i wonder if he was okay. at the jenny wade house yeah
1: two things i was gonna say i think that was the jenny wade house that they were talking about and the second thing i was on a uh, lizzie borden slander tiktok right were you, <laughs> ah! not, lizzie borden, said you said- not lizzie borden herself but about the house and like the person who owns it now
0: I, you sent I me one it. and it was great
1: yeah Apparently the guy who owns it now, and I saw this a couple of months ago too on their Facebook page. People were writing this that the guy that owns it now is like really shady and kind of is like destroying the legacy of the house and of Lizzie.
2: Damn. Damn. Um I want to go back to Kim's little door jiggling moment for a second because I'm pretty sure Brooke and I had a very similar experience yeah. when we were kids. We did. This happens to me like low key every uh-huh. couple of months. Ugh. yeah i don't really remember what was happening i'm pretty sure we were all sleeping in amanda's room how you tell a story well, no, I this is what that well. this is what happened emily and i
1: shared a room and amanda had her own room at the point that this happened so emily and i for some reason we used to sleep with our doors open probably so that mom and dad could check on us in the middle of the night or whatever but we had bunk beds and i was on the top bunk and emily was on the bottom and this one night I saw somebody walk from mom and dad's door to Amanda's room. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause it kind of looked like my dad, but it kind of didn't at the same time. But so then I told everybody about it the next morning that we woke up and I was like, dad, why are you walking to Amanda's room? And he was like, what are you talking about? I wasn't. But then Amanda was like, you know what? Last night I heard somebody jiggling my door jam or whatever the heck it's called. And it kind of scared me. And I was like,
2: Oh, that's kind of spooky dookie.
0: Yeah. Nope. That's not cool.
2: Yeah. That's scary. That's scary. Yeah.
0: That's terrifying. Also, I love a good um spirit box moment.
2: Yeah.
1: But there's been like a couple of moments here in this house that we're in now where I'll be like in the bathroom or something and I'll be completely alone and I'll hear somebody knock on the bathroom door.
2: And I'm like fuck or like I have it happened th- in my bedroom one night too. Yeah, I've had situations like that happen here. And I just pretend I don't hear them because.
0: Yeah.
2: Because I feel like I saw sometime somewhere one time that if it's like,
1: if it happens three, it's like mocking the Holy Trinity.
0: Yeah. I learned that from The Conjuring.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. probably where I saw it.
0: <laughs> um,
2: I remember this one time. It wasn't long after Uncle Hank passed, Brooke. I remember I was, I worked a floor set. And I came home, if you don't know what a floor said, it was an overnight at American Eagle. I came home at like probably like three in the morning and I was laying in bed because I couldn't fall asleep yet. And I heard like somebody like having a conversation like outside of my door, yeah, like uh, my room's at the end of the hallway. So like, it sounded like they were outside of my door and like, which would also be outside of Brooke, my parents' doors. Yeah. And like, it was like, I could hear like, full tones, two different people, a male and a woman, like carrying on a full conversation. And like, I remember thinking my mom and dad were up. Like, I didn't know what time it was because I wasn't paying attention. And I was like, oh, maybe she's getting ready for work or whatever. So then I ended up falling asleep. And then when I woke up, I texted her and I was like, why were you dad up so early? And she was like, you heard that too. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I heard somebody outside our door in the middle of the night last night having a conversation, and I was like, uh, "Me too," and I was terrified. Yeah,
0: that gave me goosebumps. Yeah, yeah,
2: there's
1: been a lot of shit that's happened in this house, but we can like talk more about that after we read. The rest um, of the experiences.
0: Yeah, cause I got one for your house. Do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, have you told but story? like, I didn't. Really see, I didn't really see anything. But so it was the last time we were there for your birthday. Back oh, in well, November, like and we're sl- we we slept this. in the basement. Oh well, because it wasn't like anything like major. So we were sleep. Benji and I were sleeping on the air mattress in the basement, and I just like kept feeling like there was something in the corner behind your dad's desk, like, in Stop. that corner. <laughs>
2: you- no, you don't even know because when Dean and Abby would stay down here, Dean would see he saw people sitting at Dad's desk all the time.
0: Oh, I wasn't but I felt like someone was just standing in the corner.
2: Stop! I'm scared. I'm talking to myself. No, I've
1: had so many
0: experiences
2: down in that basement.
0: But I remember Benji just being I'm like, terrified. "Just don't, don't think about it." And I'm like, "No, eh. well,
2: now I'm scared." Okay, I'm no sorry, one. honey. We're gonna talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm scared, guys. Pernie's not being very defensive. You're okay, honey. It's not bad. Whatever's down there
0: is not <laughs> She's bad. She's like, you're okay. Sacrifice <laughs> yourself.
1: No, one night I was sleeping down there by myself. Well, I think Brady was... Oh, God,
0: me. why would you? Because
1: <laughs> it was probably I'm a looking night... looking over there. I'm scared. Listen, it was probably a night that Emily was working floor set. And whenever Emily worked floor sets, I would like fall asleep and then wake up when she came home because I wanted to make sure that she got home. But I was down there with Brady sleeping. And I felt somebody, like, well, I heard somebody open the door and I was like, mom and dad wouldn't be opening the door right now. They're fucking upstairs to like, I heard somebody open the door and I felt them, like, walk over to me and push my hair out of my face. But I opened my eyes and nobody was there. But I was like, oh, uh, what the fuck? But whatever I felt, like, didn't feel like it was going to hurt me. I just felt like it was just
2: trying to, like. It was probably Nana. Yeah.
0: Yeah. oh You know, also, like, I just felt like some someone was there. Nothing, yeah. like bad I was just like uh but
1: like our cousin one night too spent the night down there and he was like the next morning he woke up and he was like why were you guys downstairs talking to me and we were like we weren't what are you talking about and he was like yeah I heard he was like I heard somebody whispering in my ear last night when I was trying to sleep and I was like well neither of us were down
2: there so
0: (laughs) and why would you guys whisper in his ear (laughs) Right,
2: right dead ass and like to just add on to some of the things that's happened down here so our sister came and lived with us while her husband was deployed for a few months and she had she has twins. And at the time they were five, I wanna say, they had just turned five. And my parents, we have a split level. So the downstairs is like my dad's office on one side, the living room on the other side. And on the one side of my dad's office, they set up like a day bed. So my sister had a bed and it was a trundle. So then the twins shared the trundle part. But the kids never slept on the trundle. They always slept on the couch, which was whatever, because it's comfy. And I don't remember what, like, what transpired, but in the middle of the night, like, Dean, like, woke Amanda up and he told Amanda, like, that there was a man sitting at Papa's desk. And he was like, why is Papa down here? Like, it's working. It's nighttime. And Amanda was like, what
0: the fuck? Mm -hmm. And I'm like nope
2: yeah no I'm scared mm-hmm. and I low-key see shadows all the time but I pretend yeah. I don't
3: I feel like didn't it
2: makes- Emily
1: and I one night when we were up here cooking it was like really late and we were baking cookies or something because we were weird and baked cookies at like 2 a.m and That's we turned around we, yeah literally we turned around and there was like somebody sitting in one of the chairs up here and we were like both looking at each other like what the fuck was
2: that we didn't turn around we saw it in the reflection of the yeah. window We like turned Uh, around and
1: looked and there was nobody there. And we looked at each other and we're like, did you see that? Because I saw that. And then there was one night that Amanda and I were up watching. uh, We were watching. I don't know what we were watching, but we were watching something at like super late at night.
2: Probably blind. Probably. uh, It was probably like,
1: yeah, it was probably Hill House, which honestly, come on now. But um, (laughs) It was really late because we stayed up late all the time then. Can't be me now. But anyways, <laughs> we got up to get a drink or something and we were in the hallway and we heard someone go, mom. And we thought it was one of the kids, but we went downstairs to check on them and they were both like out like a light because they were sick. So she had given them medicine to sleep and we were
2: like, um, what the fuck was that? Oh, <laughs> uh... Yeah, but. I know we're kind of getting off topic here, but side note there was um, a time where Abby and Dean had an imaginary friend, but it was predominantly Dean's friend. I don't remember what they named her. I think think it was was a girl, wasn't it?
1: Oh, it was David.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was David. It was a boy. And like it started like progressing to be a little bit more than like an innocent imaginary friend. Like David was making Dean do bad things and like David was making Dean misbehave. And it kind of stopped like it only like it ha- started happening when they moved to california mm-hmm. and were living in their house in 29 palms and then it stopped when i want to say it stopped maybe like a year and a half that they were out there because when they moved yeah. out there the twins were like too young yeah and then i want to say it stopped by like the time dean started going to school mm-hmm. but like it was sp- spooky shit what david uh. was
1: Yeah, I remember her texting us being like, David told Dean to do this. David told Dean to do that. And I was like, that's not David. (laughs) Yeah, dead
2: ass. (laughs)
0: Like, I don't know what that is, but it's not a David. It makes you wonder what kids see that they don't say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For our next experience, our friend Adriana shared a variety of her experiences with us. She wrote... There was one instance where my younger sister had a mark on her back that looked like it was drawn with ink, and it would not come off no matter how hard my mom tried to clean it. We went to dance that night. We were talking about it, and one of the girls' grandma asked if she could pray over my sister. The mark washed right off after that whoa that's weird we've seen shadows walk past us several times the garbage uh top flips open randomly we've heard voices in the house and smelled random things like cigarette smoke and flowers my mom found a handprint in her mirror on one instance that did not match the size of anyone's hand in the house one night we were all in the living room and there was a ball on the floor uh, floor that started rolling around by itself. My mom jokingly asked if it was Fern, who was the lady that had lived in the house previously, and the ball completely turned around and started rolling towards her. Oh, my God. On another night, my mom got up to use the bathroom and saw what she thought was my younger sister playing in the living room, but when she peeked into my sister's room, she was sound asleep.
2: Okay, that spooks me a lot because I've been to this girl's house. Saw Geron, obviously, was my friend growing up. Um... And her house always spooked me. Like, I was always kind of scared to spend the night there. Or, oh, like, really? go down in her basement. <laughs> like, I remember her telling us these things, like, when they were happening live. I'm like, stop it. You're scaring me. <laughs> this one's really scary, just so you know. Yeah.
1: Buckle in, everybody, because this one's really scary. And this even scared me. So you're all going to be scared. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Our last story was sent by a woman named Shana. She writes, I like to preface this experience by stating that I often suffer from sleep paralysis. Same. It doesn't, happen, <laughs> it doesn't happen every night, but it is nonetheless terrifying. However, whenever I have it, the being in my dreams is never after me. It's after my children. The first experience I remember having, I was asleep in my bed when I woke up completely paralyzed. I saw my closet door opening and a tall and very slim shadow of a man standing there with a creepy grin on his face. He pointed towards my two oldest kids' bedroom and started maniacally laughing at me. He slowly stalked out of my closet and started heading down the hall towards their room, all the while still laughing. I then heard my daughter screaming as if she was being terrorized by whoever this man was. I tried to get up to stop him, but was unable to move. When I finally woke up, I was completely freaked out, but my kids were totally fine. The most recent experience I had is as follows. It started out with me rolling over and feeling a baby in my bed. At first, I thought it was my baby, Michael, but I did not remember putting him in the bed with me. I got up and picked up the baby only to discover that it was not Michael. This baby looked deformed, and then I saw another baby underneath the the deformed one. They both started to cry, but no sound was coming out of them. I tried to wake my husband up, but my vocal cords were not working. Then a different little boy appeared next to me and said, I need your help getting out. I asked him if he was dead, to which he replied, I'm not sure. I told him, I think you're dead and that you're a ghost. He then looked at me again and said, can you please help me get out? He is coming. So I opened the bedroom door for him and he left. Then the bathroom door opened and I heard this awful sound. When I looked, I saw something crawling on the floor and moving towards my bed. I looked down and this possessed little boy started coming out. I picked him up by his hair and said, what do you want? And he got extremely scary looking, even more so than he already was, and started re- repeatedly screaming, Michael, Michael, Michael. At this point, I'm freaking out, obviously worried for my baby's safety. I somehow got myself to fully wake up and ran to check on him. Thankfully, he was see- sleeping peacefully in his bassinet.
0: What in the Jordan Peel is happening? right now what
1: in the conjuring
2: is happening
0: here so literally
3: I have
2: an added layer to this so shauna is a dear friend of mine if you didn't know and <laughs> the the morning that this like the night that it, this happened i also had a nightmare but it was intriguing because it didn't happen around the same time which i thought it did but it didn't my dream happened a couple of hours ahead of hers because I obviously woke up and looked at the clock. But I don't remember my dream as well as this story is, but essentially I was in a room and a ghost was like a demon was after me or something and my Nana appeared and got it to go away. And then all of a sudden she left and I woke up. I had this theory that my Nana was in my dream and when Shauna was having this night terror because my Nana knew Shauna that she went to her and woke her up so that she would get out of that night terror. So yeah. it was like Nana woke us both up and was like, girls, get your shit together. <laughs> nightmares.
0: That's cool to think like that though. I like that. That's yeah.
2: how I tend to think yeah. when I see my loved ones in my dreams that they're there to like help me not scare me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was terrifying, Shauna. Thank you. No, that happens to
2: Shauna quite frequently. That
1: same figure. Now I'm gonna be seeing this guy in my fucking sleep tonight.
0: Oh yeah. So Shauna's has like the smile, and mine, my Benjamin, has like the. I always see the white of his eyes, and when he smiles, I can see his teeth.
1: That's scary.
0: I'll never forget the night I woke up and he was hovering above me. Gross. I was, it was great it made me so happy i think so i pissed the bed to that that i think i pissed the bed that night
1: guess what guys we have a special guest a t- coming on the podcast <laughs>
0: a special guest appearance
1: a special guest appearance by jeff Fafa, a.k.a our father
0: jeff
2: here comes the man himself so jeff is going to be using my microphone to do his experience Experiences. Sorry, I. it's to correct.
0: Oh, oh, damn, plural. Yes. We haven't had
3: a guest speaker on in a hot minute.
2: No, not since probably our... Not since
3: Jen, I think. So my first experience is not really a ghost story as much as it is a paranormal. Okay. I think you guys can decide. So when I was probably about, I'd say, 11 or 12... My dad and mom were out to dinner and my uncle was watching us and I had to go to bed about eight o'clock. So he told me I had to go to bed. So I went upstairs and I went to bed and I'm laying in bed and I'm looking out over towards the window and on the window was a shadow of Bozo the Clown. Immediately, no. <laughs>
1: person though but it was was a a scary
3: bozo the clown kind of like almost like it anyways (laughs) and nobody like I kept telling my uncle like it's it's there it's there he goes you're crazy nothing's there so I'm like okay so I like watched it the whole night and then I finally fell asleep and the next morning when my parents were home my mom looked out her bedroom door and she saw the same thing <laughs> so that was the first. In that was the, the first house? one. Casper the Friendly Ghost wasn't so Casper. <laughs> is that what you
1: named that one? No. Is that what you named this one? I don't know.
3: That's the, that's what I named that one. <laughs> the other ones not really. Uh, they're not scary, but in two different parts of my life, when I was going through some troublesome times, I guess you would call it, I had a vision. You're psychic now? Raven who? (laughs) (laughs) So like the first time I remember, I was probably in senior in high school and like I was struggling to kind of get through and, you know, finish high school and then go on with my life or whatever. But um, difficult decisions were pending and to make things easier. My mother showed up at the door and she knocked and she had passed away like. Five years earlier. And when I went to answer the door, she was gone. But, and this was when I was wide awake, this particular one. Was. And I answered the door and she, nobody was there, but like you could see her. But as soon as you opened the door, she was gone. Ooh. Skinwalker. Yeah. <laughs> Skinwalker. <laughs> and then the second one was when I was in college, probably my second year. And another difficult point in my life was making some decisions. And again, I heard a knock on the door. And I went to to the door and I looked through the peephole and I saw my mother there. But when I opened the door, there was nobody there. Mm -hmm. Ah! (laughs) But I think she just came to me in those difficult times to kind of let me know that she was there to support whatever decision I had made opening yeah, the yeah. door to new possibilities,
2: possibilities? Has it, happened since?
3: it hasn't happened since no does
2: that upset you do you want it to happen
3: no i think it's okay because i know like i don't know i just think i make the right decisions <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. A very practical man
3: jeff i'm trying to think if there's any uh. other stories um, I mean other than the times I never I used to sleepwalk when I was a kid apparently I never really knew it but I used my, to
1: levitate all the time too
3: and I i do I haven't done that in quite some time but
1: to I, levitating? I, mom just went oh Jesus Christ <laughs> 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 so, levitating
3: so, so levitating is kind of like when you're you have an out-of-body experience and you're you're kind of sleeping but when you're sleeping you're you're your body stays in bed, but your spirit kind of rises out of your body. Oh, do you
1: think it's the same as astral projecting or is it different?
3: It's probably some form of that. But it's, it's been a very long time since I've done it. Um, I mean, I just like I could feel myself floating around in my yeah. sleep. I've also do you, done do it. Do too. I've also done he, it while I was awake, too, though. Yeah. Literally, when something kind of important happened in my life and it was a success i would i literally felt like i was walking on water oh you're on cloud nine
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i get that like that it's like a floaty feeling when i'm sleeping sometimes
3: yeah but i i sometimes i I have it when i'm awake too
1: well yeah i I haven't done that yet but give me time (laughs) that's because you're a psychic
3: mediums. You have I mean, death. I do predict things that happen before they happen, so that could be Same. true. Maybe we
1: got a little psychic moment running in the family here.
2: <laughs> so, Buck, while you were gone, we were discussing the paranormal activity that's happened in this house. Have you experienced anything down here?
3: Um, Yeah. Like, when I was... When you guys used to go back up to New York and I would be the only one here by myself at night, like, oh, I shit, would literally myself. hear things. Mm-hmm. And Most of the time I'm like, I, I would always be down here, like watching TV or doing work or something. And then like, I would hear things like upstairs or like, sometimes if I'm like upstairs, I could hear things downstairs and I'm like, wait, there's nobody here but me. How could there be things going on? You'd hear voices and stuff. And like, and sometimes like when we're all upstairs, and we're sitting in the kitchen or something and we hear somebody like talking downstairs. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wait, there's nobody down there.
2: Yeah. So Bobby you is- ever
0: oh, when ahead. you're sitting at your desk, do you ever feel like there's someone behind you?
3: Well, not really, because I'm sitting against the wall. So there's no room for, <laughs> for them to be behind me unless they're spirits. <laughs> well, it's funny
2: you say that because Bobby, when he was here the last time, he saw someone behind your desk.
3: And it's funny that you say that, too, because you're not the only one that said that. Like Dean said that. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. somebody else said, oh, Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey yeah. said it when he slept down here, where well, he said, he yeah. saw somebody's faces or something. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if the house could be haunted or not, because. Well, we're the I feel like. Owners. Also,
1: OK, so we should mention two things here. One, there is a nursing home down like the hill right behind our house. So something could be coming up from there. And two, mm-hmm. I have this little theory that it's not the house that's haunted, it's us. Because I feel <laughs> like wherever I go, some shit happens.
3: <laughs> so you're the one that's bringing in the position. So
1: it's probably me, guys.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Those are pretty cool. So I'm,
1: so I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry.
3: <laughs> I mean, our house on old house on where i grew up was kind of haunted because an old lady had died in the back backyard in a rocking chair oh so that was kind of freaky but yeah i'd always be the last one to go to bed at night and i'd start in the kitchen and run through the dining room into the family room through the den and to the bottom of the stairs as i shut off each light and then i'd fly up that last like 12 flights 12 (laughs) steps and one one leap and a bound to get the back you know, to that, that, sounds like what I, I do chasing
2: now.
1: Me. <laughs> That's what I do when I, mean, I go, I'd be booking it down that hallway into my room. And
2: I, <laughs> yeah, when I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, I don't turn the lights on because I'm scared if I turn the lights on, I'll see something. So I keep my eyes closed and I run to the bathroom, shut the door, turn the light on, go to the bathroom, and then I keep closing back and then I run back to my room and just hope I don't hit into anything. Any crazy over your 54 years of life? Tomorrow's Jeff's birthday.
1: Yeah.
3: Birthday!
2: <laughs>
1: Tomorrow the 23rd.
3: I can't think of anything else that was really... Nothing really scary has ever happened to me. Yeah. But I felt like I've... I mean, I've I've kind of had a lot of premonitions over the years. Of yeah. Sometimes
0: things. premonitions are scarier than seeing the ghost. Do you ever
3: hear <laughs> a
2: shabu from your dreams?
3: I mean... I have some weird ass dreams. So,
2: Same, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: and when I was younger, I, I had two dreams that were always recurring and had them Same. all the time, and they were like nightmarish. Yep. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> we won't go there <laughs> with the, and lately, the ones that I've been having, um, not so much recently, but the ones that I remember having. In the last few years, are all terrorist related, like people chasing me with like mask um, gu- mask gun people chasing me. Ooh. I'm in a house or something, and they're like trying to get in. And as soon as like they get in, I wake up, so I don't know what's what's going on. But
0: so the purge Pretty could much.
3: be could be. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> no,
1: I don't think he
2: has.
3: What's oh. up? No, I haven't seen it. I don't watch scary movies for that reason because my overactive imagination would <laughs> cause me to have nightmares every single night. So, <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh. I don't think there's anything else that I, oh, uh, outside of the fact that I really did get chased by a terrorist in real life.
1: Stop. We're not telling ah. that
2: story
1: right now. Well, I mean, we <laughs> I mean we can <laughs> we could
3: <laughs> I mean literally I did get chased by by a terrorist oh, and yeah. and
0: tell the story
3: <laughs> So I was over in France back in the late 80s and dating myself here but um i I was in the navy and we were on a ship and they told us not to go out into town by ourselves but stupid me I was hungry and I wanted to go to dinner. Or actually it was lunchtime. I wanted to go to lunch. So I went out the gates and it was literally about three blocks away and about halfway to the restaurant, I noticed that this guy was following me. And so I kind of just like played it cool, the restaurant that I was going to was on a corner and it had entrances on one side and then entrances on around the corner. So I went into the restaurant and around the corner. And he stopped following me when I went in the restaurant and I noticed as I was sitting in the restaurant eating that he was watching me through the window and he was pacing back and forth between the two exits, not knowing which way I was going to go out. Oh. So I kind of, knew I saw what he was doing. So I kind of like waited. So when I got done eating, I waited till he got, went around the one way and then I booked it out the other way and by this time like the the square was that I had to go through was like um very busy it started you know a lot of people started showing up so I just kind of like mixed myself into the crowd and then just got my ass back to where I belonged (laughs) (laughs) I never again go did I go up by myself
0: (laughs) that'll show you
3: (laughs)
1: Wow. That was a that was a hot moment there, Jeff. I didn't know some of those.
3: Stories. You didn't know that? I told those you. No, know,
2: I, I knew the terrorist one, but I didn't, I didn't know, know the stories w- you told. Yeah, um, I didn't know the
1: ones about your mom. Yeah.
3: I never told anybody that. Oh I remember that clown one. <laughs> you didn't even tell me. I told mom I never... I, no. I <gasps> she's
2: gonna be upset.
3: I told the, everybody knows the clown one, but yeah, everybody knows. It haunts me ever since Emily's thirteenth birthday party. I have
1: questions. I have questions about this clown one. Was he outside the window, or was he like inside the house when you saw him? He
3: was like a shadow on the sh- on the um, what do you what they used to call those uh, not blinds, but like those pull down shades that that we had. Mm-hmm. Like we had a pull yeah. down shade, and he was like a shadow on it. Oh, so,
1: so when Grandma saw him, was he inside the house, or was it like another situation? It that- was
3: like another shadow type of thing,
1: because he was a real person, right?
3: Well supposedly I don't know if this is part of the same story or not but like probably about a year or so later we found out that this guy like if you knew that the street that we lived on like all the houses are pretty similar and they had like a front porch and the front porch had a roof on it and then like our windows bedroom windows are like right on that roof essentially but like supposedly this guy was climbing up on the roofs of all the houses and like staring in the windows yeah. and then like getting down and going to the next house and doing the same thing and Ooh. we ended up getting caught like at the end of the corner like five mm-hmm. houses down from us but so i don't know if maybe that's what i saw and who knows but that's terrifying <laughs> yeah why are people what? so fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> i guess they had in times back in the day too oh. <laughs>
2: well thank you for being a guest star jeff
3: yeah. Thanks yes for us with all it only time.
0: took you a year it
2: only took you a year and you'll probably be the best I'm guest star
3: I can't yeah. get spotify to work.
0: well we'll have to fix that for you we're also on apple itunes
1: <laughs> <laughs> he told him to download spotify on his phone clearly he hasn't done it yet
2: so do you guys want to close this one out? I've got a cookie cake. Yeah, to bake I feel like bake. I feel like we dragged
1: we dragged it on enough and we have oh some gosh. cake to bake, some cookie cake to bake.
0: Sorry no. Bobby, I know you probably just lost it. That's yeah, all Bobby's good. Not. I still have a, a test to take.
2: For what?
0: For what? Oh I'm doing uh some CDA work for my infant toddler oh. courses. Oh that's a oh. major. Yeah, so. okay, so we're gonna
2: close this out. Closing this out, what has been your favorite episodes that we have recorded in this past year? I think this is one for all of us. Waverly Hills. Yeah, Waverly Hills is my number one.
0: That was a fun one. Um, I really liked Bigfoot.
2: Bigfoot well, liked was funny. That.
0: Bigfoot. And yeah. then I really liked Lalyrona and then the dollar tree Lalyrona I, oh, yeah. I don't she's not then I don't remember her but family. I just liked how we were all confident enough to roast her like she yeah. couldn't kick her ass.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I also have um an underdog I feel like our first app on Abby West was like Oh, I love that one. I was heard that one. Like yeah. if you can make it through the first 3 episodes of our podcast I promise you, we get so much MVP. Like we yeah. warm up, we are so much more confident. Just get through the first three. Like the content's great on them, but like our delivery.
1: doppelgangers one. Who was it that said the doppelgangers one was good? And that's the third one.
2: Somebody, Somebody that just started watching. Yeah. One of
1: Bobby's
0: yeah. clients. Oh yeah, one of my photography clients. Yeah.
1: So like, really, really, only the first two are like where we're really shy.
0: What would you say was one of your favorite sayings we've created over the year?
2: Choo, choo. Choo, oh, I like the boo crew. Choo choo, boo, choo,
0: choo choo. That was clever. My my favorite is anytime that Brooke or I would go so and you'd go, don't start the sentence with so. Oh
2: yeah. I also was really me. I really enjoy the little monologue Benji had created for our boo crew moments. It's time Ugh. for Boo crew moment. Oh,
0: yes. He or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think that. we should get him to do more sounds for us?
1: Yeah. We should get him to come on for a special app. Yeah. I was just gonna say he has well, to been sweet on a talk him. What was the one he came um, on for? I don't remember. He was on, he did the sleep paralysis with Bobby and I I think yes. he did one with me too. He did yeah, he did one with us too. I don't remember what it was.
0: Yeah, and then, oh, also a really good episode was um with Jen Sankey Our Tarot episode. That was really fun.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed speaking yeah, with her because one. I don't really know much about tarot, and to be honest, I don't really care for tarot. So it yeah. was nice to get a uh, perspective of somebody who is like actively in that community and like knows yeah. About.
1: I like tarot and I like practicing myself, but I don't think I'd ever be confident enough to read for somebody else besides you guys. Yeah, I know that you guys wouldn't like take it seriously.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. But, well, like, I take my own ratings kind of seriously sometimes, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what
2: I'm rating. Right. All right. So, thank you all so much for being our friends for this past year. Hey,
0: can we do something cheesy? Can we all go choo-choo together?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ready?
0: Kind okay, like how the two girls, one goes, girl, go, see you on the other side.
2: Yeah. yeah. Don't sue me. Ready? <laughs> One, yeah. two, Chew. three. Chew, Chew.
1: Chew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we were <my> all cowards.
2: <laughs> all right. So, the, for real, this time, thanks for listening for a whole year. We love you guys yeah. so much. Um, we've had so much fun yeah. doing this. If you have any suggestions for our podcast, hit us up. Guess you know, so. the contact. Also,
1: I wanted to add in. If you have any stories that you want to share, feel free to do so, because we yeah. would love to start putting them in more of our episodes. Yeah,
3: real, just email us,
1: so DM fun. us, anything. Anytime, any place, baby.
0: What are your thoughts on today's topic? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you, so please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew Train. (laughs)
1: Choo-choo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.
2: Peace out.